this morning, sir. sir well, yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I hope you all got something out of the, y'all that were here last Sunday. Got something out of the whole concept of the one big gift in Jesus and the many gifts that after you become a believer and are part of the church and the family of God, that God's given us a tremendous amount of gifts. I mean, I've been doing some more research and stuff, and it, it is amazing. You know, the gift of righteousness. That's not even in there. I mean, you know, just the things that He's given to us. You know, to be able to be the church and. And to be able to say God loves you and I love you and to be able to say love one another and be able to say share the love and and actually shine like the beacon of light that Jesus is and um, what he's called us to be in the church. And and I hope that was encouraging. Um, It was pretty fast paced and rather academic, but this morning's going to be a little different. And I titled this sermon, Very Refreshing. Just, you know, very refreshing. And you're not going to have to define an apostle or a prophet, or you're going to have to figure out your spiritual gift or anything. It's just, it's just, we're going to talk about refreshing. <laughs> so it's good. Your parts came, Mom. Yay. I tell you what's refreshing to me. When the sun is out strong, and it's really hot, and I'm hot. It's very refreshing to me to jump in the cool water. Ooh, can you feel it? Ooh, mm. that's just refreshing. So why don't some of you just out loud, and you're going to have to speak loudly because I don't think they have microphones ready, and it just takes a lot of time unless we have like four microphones. You know, logistics are funny with me. Um, but so you're going to you're going to say it really loudly, okay? Everybody agree? Shake your head like this. Yeah. (laughs) So very loudly, I want you to just tell us what's refreshing to you. What's refreshing to you? Cold watermelon. Yeah. Iced tea. Ooh. Yeah. Sweet or unsweet? Lemonade. Lemonade. A good night. Amen. Lord, just. Gift. A what? Tubing down. Oh, yeah. What's your favorite river to tube down? What did you say? Deep Creek. Yeah. Is it too deep? It's not too deep, right? It's safe? No? It's Robin? Hey, I want us to just, I just want us to, I just want us to turn. This is, this is an interruption. Okay. I know it's an interruption, so don't tell me, John, you did an interruption, because I already know I'm doing an interruption, okay? So I want us all to turn toward Robin, and I want us to stretch out our hand, hands, and when I say, we want to bless you with a good night's sleep, amen, amen, good night's sleep. We don't have a lot else to give you, you know, but we can give you, amen, give, oh, Oh, you wait, 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 just wait. It's coming. It's coming. Just wait. Man. <laughs> just wait. It's a lot. What else? Who else has a, something that's refreshing to them? What? Amen. Amen. What else? Hot coffee. See, everybody's different, aren't they? That's good. Robin, when you're fishing with Jackie... Yeah, I, you know, 
Yeah, yeah. Happy place. Happy, happy, happy. It's good. Anybody else? His love is refreshing. It is. So we're talking about two different uh, realms of our existence. But it's good. Anybody else? Anybody else? You love Julia Child's laugh. Oh. Oh. Does that have something to do with a a smear? (laughs) I love the laugh of a child. Yeah, that's awesome. And so when you give those gifts to those children and they laugh and they love it and it's wonderful. And and I always just want to say this. I said this the earlier service. You know, those little dollar general gifts, you know, like to us, like, that's not that much. It's not a big deal. But if you've ever been to a third world country and you give gifts like that, it is amazing, you know, how their faces light up and how all of a sudden you're connected. You're connected and then you can give them the real thing. Amen. And so, so you're taking part. When you do something like that, you buy this or you, you buy some medicine or, or you support that. And, it, you know, it's a fraction of your paycheck. But it means the world to them. And then, then Joey prays for them all. Amen. Yeah. And shares Jesus. they share Jesus, which is the real thing. So anybody else? Do, 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 do. Yeah, children and grandchildren. See, we're getting to where... See, you guys want to talk in the middle of worship, but you don't want to talk during, during this. Anyway, just kidding. That was terrible. Oh, my God, that was terrible. <laughs> I love I, I love y'all. Um, and uh, you have to love me. This is just it's a requirement. <laughs> um, there are things... <laughs> and we got a mix of this. There are things that refresh our souls. Right? Refresh our hearts. Our minds, our outlook, even our outlook. Sometimes we got the stink eye thing happening. You know what I'm saying? I'm not really sure what that means, but it kind of sounds cool. Yeah. I like the refreshment in all areas of my life. You know, I like just thinking out loud. How can we be refreshed? If we've never been freshed. Spell check did not allow me to put that in there. But I did anyway. How can we be refreshed if we've never been freshed? Especially when it comes to our souls. Our deepest, deepest us. The very core of our eternal existence. The part that makes us tick. The center out of which everything else flows. That part of us that has the greatest impact and influence on who we are. Who we are to ourselves and who we are to God. And to everyone else that sees us. We're going to be looking at a story that's going to illustrate this. So who are we? Do we know who we are? Do we know whose we are? Have we ever been freshed? If so, are we in presently in the need of 
refreshing. In Acts 3, which follows 2, which that's pretty profound, uh, this, some of the deep teaching that you'll receive. I'm just kidding. But if you think about what's happening in 2, and that the church is birthed, and that the Holy Spirit is given, Peter preaches an amazing evangelistic message about repentance and about Jesus being Messiah, right? And how, how many souls? 3,000 souls come to the Lord. Powerful. So then Luke reports in Acts 3 this. Peter and John were going up to the temple at the ninth hour, the hour of prayer. And a man who had been lame from his mother's womb was being carried along, whom they used to set down every day at the gate of the temple, which is called Beautiful, in order to beg alms of those who were entering the temple. And when he saw Peter and John about to go into the temple, he began asking to receive alms. But Peter, along with John, fixed his gaze on him and said, Look, thank you. See, you guys are getting ahead of me. <laughs> but he did say that. That is, well, we'll get there. Okay, okay, okay. Look, I got lots of help. It's good. He said, look, and you can cheat if you want. You can just look right up there, you know. Say, look at us. And I'm thinking, you know what they're saying is, really, look at this. Do you see eyes on my shirt? You know, do you see Jordash on my uh, jeans? Do you, huh? He's just saying, you know, really? How much do you think we're going to be able to give you here? I'm just, just you know, just, I'm just kind of, and it, it's not in there. But that's what I'm thinking. That was what he was thinking. But I can say that. I can say I was thinking that that's probably what he was thinking. So. And they saw Peter and John and said, look at us. And he began to give them his attention, expecting to receive something from them. And Peter said, I do not possess silver and gold, Bob, but what I do have, I give to you. In the name of Jesus Christ, the Nazarene, walk. <laughs> yes. You think that guy was refreshed? I'm just saying, he was probably freshed. It might be the first encounter, real encounter, that he had with the living God through his son Jesus Christ. And seeing him by the right, and seizing him <laughs> by the right hand, he raised him up, and immediately his feet and his ankles were strengthened. And with a leap, he stood upright and began to walk. And he entered the temple with them, walking. And leaping and praising God. He was refreshed and it showed. Right? Right. It needs to show on us. That's just, I mean, I'm kind of laying some groundwork here. Yes. And they were taking note of him as being the one who used to sit at the beautiful gate of the temple to beg alms. And they were filled, this is the people, with wonder. And amazement at what had happened to him. I'm filled with wonder and amazement at what the doctor said he found in Ron's shoulder. Amen? Is Ron refreshed? 
Yeah, I think he's refreshed. While he was clinging to Peter and John, all the people ran together to them as the so-called portico of Solomon, full of amazement. But when Peter saw this, he replied to the people, men of Israel, aha, here's the open door. Here's the kids just got their dollar general, right? Stuff and woo, open door. Peter steps right into it. Men of Israel, why are you amazed at this? Or why do you gaze at us as if by our own power or piety? We had made him walk. The God of Abraham, Isaac and Jacob, the God of our fathers, has glorified his servant, Jesus, the one whom you delivered and disowned in the presence of Pilate when he had decided to release him. But you disowned the holy and righteous one and he asked for a murderer to be and you asked for a murderer to be granted to you, but put to death the prince of life. The one whom God raised from the dead, a fact to which we are all witnesses. Now, it sounds like he might be going to a place of you scumbags. You know, I mean, he's setting it up to to a real put down here. You know, like, what were you thinking? You know, you don't deserve to be with God. You don't deserve to walk with the creator of the universe. And that's true. Nor do we. But what does he say instead? And on the basis of faith in his name, it is the name of Jesus which has strengthened this man whom you see and know. And the faith which comes through him has given him this perfect health in the presence of you all. Wow. Woo! Where does our faith come from? It comes from Jesus. Not only does, does our new birth come from Jesus, but the very faith To believe in Jesus for new birth comes from Jesus. Man, he just gives us some choices. And if we're smart, maybe I shouldn't have said it that way. But it would be wise for us to choose life. Amen? It would be wise for us to choose life. And now, brethren, I know that you acted in ignorance. Hallelujah. Thank you for understanding our ignorance, just as you ruler, your rulers did also. But the things which God announced beforehand by the mouth of all the prophets way back yonder, way in your culture, in your history, that Christ would suffer. He has thus fulfilled Therefore, now, yeah, amen, yeah, amen. So here's, here's, here's the key right here. Therefore, repent. Change your mind. And I don't say change your ways because you can try to change your ways, but if you don't change your mind, your ways will never change. So repent when you think of repent, don't think of doing a 180 in your behaviors. Think of doing a, a totally new thing in how you see God and how you understand salvation through Jesus Christ and how you understand how much God loves you. And when that repentance is made, saying, man, that was stupid what I was doing. This is really a good idea what you're giving us. In fact, it's the best gift Ever. We have 
there are some of our family members who who use terms um, that you might call extremisms, I think is what they're called. And it's like, always, my best friend, forever. You're, you're the, this is the best meal I've ever had. You know, and it's like, you know, really? You can't, you can't really do that. You know, and I'm more like scientific or like, you know, mathematical. And so it's like, mm-mm-mm. you know what I mean? But mathematical, mathematic, mathematic, yeah. Don't get distracted. Thank you, Bob. Bob keeps me on track. Bob, this Bob. Way to go. Hang in there. Repent and return so that your sins, watch this, your sins may be wiped away in order that times of refreshing may come from the presence of the Lord. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about this morning. Mm. Oh, I kind of get excited about that. And that he may send Jesus the Christ appointed for you. Now, he's been sent. He's come and he told them he's come. And he told them they reject him. But when you receive, then he comes for you. For you. Personally, individually. And you're born again. Isn't that awesome? Now, listen to this uh, verses 18 and 19 in the message. But God, who through the preaching of all the prophets has said all along that his Messiah would be killed, knew exactly what you were doing and used it to fulfill his plans. Now it's time to change your ways. They say ways. Turn to face God so that he can wipe away your sins. Pour out showers of blessing to refresh you and send you the Messiah he prepared for you, namely Jesus. Isn't that good? Wow. Woo, yes. We are refreshed when we need it by changing the way we think. The way we think about ourselves. Change. The way we think about God. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And of utmost importance, and probably the most important of all, the way we think about how God thinks about us. The way we think about how God thinks about us. Well, beginning with my favorite scripture and moving on from there, (laughs) John 3.16. Oh, my goodness. Man, you just keep bringing that. You know, I can't help it. The older I get, the more like evangelistic I get or something. Because Jesus is the core of the message. Everything else is peripheral. Important? Sure, it wouldn't be in the Bible if it weren't important. But core and critical is Jesus. So here we go. For God, think about how God thinks about us when you read when I read this. For God so greatly loved and deeply prized the world that he even gave up his only begotten unique son so that whoever believes in trusts in clings to and relies on him shall not perish come to destruction be lost 
but have eternal, everlasting life. And I want to add 17 to this today because it contrasts where we were and where we are. Why we didn't have refresh. We weren't refreshed and we're not being refreshed. And then we are. So for God did not send the Son into the world in order to judge. What? For God did not send the Son into the world in order to judge, to reject, to condemn, to pass sentence on the world. That's how God sees us. That's how God doesn't see us. Critical that if we think any way differently because of our past, because of what we've been taught, because of what we've seen modeled, because some religion that was put on us, we need to repent. We need to change our mind about how God looks at us and why he came. Right? It, it sounds refreshing already. <laughs> this is just... I. I I really love this, and I never can find my place. For God did not send this. I'm going to read it again. I know I'm reading it again. For God did not send the Son into the world in order to judge, to reject, to condemn, to pass sentence on the world, but that the world might find salvation and be made safe and sound through Him. Yes! Woo! Hallelujah! So, we got this deal. He who believes in him, who clings to, trusts in, relies on him, is not judged. Y'all, that's why I don't fear the judgment. I I just don't. I I don't. I I know how he feels about me. I know the truth is the truth, and what I've done that's not pleasing, and what I've done that's pleasing, I mean, it's all there. Probably everybody will see it. It's like, you know, so... I know how he feels about me. And I'm trusting in and clinging to and relying on that. And his name is Jesus. I just threw that in there. I didn't do that in the first service, but it is how I feel. He who believes in him, yes, for him there is no rejection, no condemnation. He incurs, watch this, no damnation. Hallelujah. That's refreshing. That's how God feels about us. And that's what he's done to show that love. The grace that flows from his heart and liberates and refreshes us. Listen to it in the message. John three sixteen through 29. This is how much God loved the world. He gave his son, his one and only son. And this is why. So that no one need be destroyed. By believing in him, anyone can have a whole and lasting life. God didn't go to all the trouble of sending his son merely to point out and merely to point an accusing finger. Isn't that good? Telling the world how bad it is. He came to help to put the world right again. Anyone who trusts in him is acquitted. That's a good word in it. Isn't it, Greg (laughs) is acquitted. Anyone who refuses to trust him, watch this, has long 
since been under the death sentence without knowing it. And why? Because of that person's failure to believe in the one-of-a-kind Son of God when introduced to Him. I'll let that soak just a minute. This is the crisis we're in. God-light streamed into the world. But men and women everywhere ran for the darkness. They went for the darkness because they were not really interested in pleasing God. (laughs) Everyone who makes a practice of doing evil, addicted to denial and illusion, hates God-light and won't come near it, fearing a painful exposure. But anyone working and living in truth And reality welcomes God-light so the work can be seen for the God-work it is. That it can be seen for the God-work that it is. Not the me-work. The God-work that it is. That's why we can all be witnesses. (laughs) I love it. There is, a, there is refreshing when we change our minds from believing the wrong stuff about the way we think about ourselves, the way we think about God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And most critical part, the most critical part, the way we think about how God thinks about us. And yes, I repeated that on purpose and I will again. We no longer want to make a practice of doing evil. We want to walk in the light where there is joy. And refreshing. (laughs) So, if we're feeling downcast. Defeated. Despondent. Bound up. Maybe rejected. A little overwhelmed. Or lost. We change our minds. We repent and turn to the light, Jesus, and experience times of refreshing. Please enjoy. (laughs) That's really formal, isn't it? Please enjoy these few scriptures as encouragement. John 8, 36, the message. So if the Son sets you free, you are free through and through. Amen? Free. Woo! Does that sound like antithesis to those other words we use? John 10, 9 and 10 in the message. I am the gate, Jesus speaking about himself. Anyone who goes through me will be cared for, will freely go in and out and find Pasture, there is refreshing in the pasture, yes, in abundance. A thief, the other side of this coin, is only there to steal and kill and destroy despondency, right? Rejection, right? Feeling lost. I love hearing the kids sing. I came, Jesus said, in contrast, so they can have Real and eternal life. More and better life than they ever dreamed of. That's how God loves 
you and me. In Hebrews 11, 6, verse 6 in the message, it's impossible to please God apart from faith. And why? Because anyone who wants to approach God must, watch this, believe both that he exists and that he cares enough to respond to those who seek him. Woo! Yes! Yes! In the New Living Translation. So you see, it is impossible to please God without faith. Anyone who wants to come to him must believe that there is a God and that he rewards those who sincerely seek him. (laughs) There is a a refreshing when we change our minds from believing the wrong stuff about the way we think about ourselves. The wrong stuff about the way we think about God. The wrong stuff about the way we think God thinks about us. Knowing Him, very refreshing. Very refreshing. If there's anybody in this room today that just needs a little refreshing, the key is to turn from whatever it is that you're thinking this wrong. Let the light of the Holy Spirit shine in your life where you believed the lie and renounce it and come into faith into what God says about Himself, His Son, His Holy Spirit, His fatherhood, His love, His caring, His deliverance. Amen? And receive some refreshing today. Will you do that? Let me pray with you and there will be people here to pray with you and help you through that step of repentance from changing your mind. If you have questions, they'll answer questions. If you just need prayer, they will pray. Amen? In faith, believing. Because the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. Amen? Amen? Lord, we're so grateful that you love us the way you do. That you showed it. The way that you did and that you show it now. Lord, we want to think like you. We want to believe these things that you say about how you feel about us. We want to believe these things that you say about what your son Jesus purchased for us on the cross of Calvary. We want to believe and turn to you and go before your throne of grace confidently in time of need and and receive from you. So, Father, those that are going now, I pray that you go with them in the power of your Holy Spirit and in the peace that passes understanding. Lord, those that stay and receive prayer, I pray that you would just flood them with refreshing deep in their soul and that it would shine with leaping and walking and praising you in the days to come. And we ask these things in Jesus' precious name who commanded us to love one another. And I say, go out and share the love. Amen? God bless you.